Wooden Spoon Survivors, and we're back. We are back. This is Crystal. This is David. And we're here today to talk about... Hashtag career goals. Hashtag career goals. Wait, what, is, what else were we going to call the episode? You had a cool name. Oh, uh, a nurse, a chef, and an operator walk into a, a nurse, bar. A nurse, a chef, and an operator walk into a bar. Yes. What the f*** do they talk about? They're about to talk about them careers. <laughs> and their <laughs> shitty time at work. And hating humans. Yes. <laughs> so obviously majority, and I'm saying majority because not all, but most immigrants yeah. have this come here with an American dream, right? It's a complex. Yes. Yeah. And I believe that majority of them really want their children to pursue a college degree and get a yeah. career. And were your parents like that? Um, my grandma was heavy on that. Okay. So it kind of skipped a generation then. With yeah. yeah. My mom, I mean, obviously she wanted me to do good in school, but she, she didn't push wasn't it. like pushing it. My dad didn't really care. Um, yeah, both my, my parents did not ever like push me to do anything. So right. You're right. So, but a lot of them do. Um, and that can kind of be good and bad. Absolutely. I agree. And mm -hmm. we actually have a special guest today. Wait, 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 who's, wait, wait. who's a special guest? Who, can you say hello, special guest? Hello, this is Jake, aka the smooth operator. You're not. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's because he's an operator. I yes. hate that. Ew. <laughs> wait, don't we? I don't know. We don't have that button. It's fine. Wait, I thought we did. No. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll make one. We'll make one. We'll later. just go. <laughs> so we have this Muda operator in the house. Well, he lives here, so it's kind of convenient. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about our careers and whatnot. I think Crystal had this really fun exercise where we're gonna talk about what we wanted to be when we were kids. Yes. Okay, okay. David, you go first. Okay, mine's dumb though. You go first. No, 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 no. There's no such thing as a dumb wanting okay, well, career. So like I'm one of those rare breeds that knew that I wanted to be a chef, like at six years old, uh -huh. I remember this is gonna sound really stupid. Um, Stop. But when I was, I think I was like eight when I made my first omelet. And I remember because I was at my great grandma's and like she was babysitting us. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna make an omelet because I saw it on like uh, Master, not Master Chef, but Iron Chef or some shit. Uh -huh. And I put way too many eggs in the pot. And, and I made an omelet <laughs> and it was like for a nine year old, eight year old, however old I was, like to make it, it was fine. And it, I remember, like, I put, like, seasoning in it. Like, it was not bad. And, but I was like, oh, my God, all the chefs do garnishes. So I got a piece of iceberg lettuce. Okay. And I tried to make, like, a tunnel, like, a garnish with iceberg lettuce and put it on it. But it wasn't staying in a circle. So I was getting super irritated. So I got a little bit of mayonnaise to act as glue. <laughs> and I put it on the omelet. And I was like, I am serving. I was like... Iron Chef who? I love that so yeah, much. Yeah, so that was, I remember that so vividly because that was my first experience of, like, my passion of being a chef. And so, yeah, I, I'm one of those rare people that knew kind of what I wanted to do when I was a, when I was a younger kid. And uh, that's, my, I love that story, too. It that's really so takes cute. me back. And I was just like, I was like, fuck these chefs. Like, who the, like, I made an omelet with a piece of iceberg lettuce on it. Who are you? 
Yeah, that's pretty that's very skilled. I love that <laughs> so much. So you dumb, but that's how you are nowadays. You will literally go in the fridge and see whatever's in there and, and you I'm whip like, shit mm, up. I want 15 minutes of cooking. That's Great. all I have capacity for today. Yeah, we're getting ex- yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you do it. But I it was yeah, that was my first like that was my first um passion. Um like the first time I experienced passion. And I was like, I've wanted to be a chef ever since I was, I was a little kid. So I'm one of those very, very rare, very unique circumstances where they knew a lot of people these days don't know what they want to do. And it makes me feel so sad because it's so important. Right. Well, I think, Jake, you kind of also, what was your childhood dream job? Well, I remember when I was, I don't know, like eight years old or 10 years old. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'd want to be an architect. Well change of plans oh that's right you told me you wanted to be an architect was was, it the math thing it was more like being able to design buildings or build something from the ground up and designing it how you want it oh that's very deep (laughs) smooth operator and now you know change of course wait what did you want to do after that because you kind of still have your plan you're like after you wanted, you decided architecture wasn't for you, then what was your next dream? And how dream? old were you when you wanted to be an architect? How old would you say that was? Probably like, I would say 10 years old. Okay. Yeah. Um, change of plan was I was in high school, freshman year. So I was 15 and decided one day, you know what? I'm going to pursue firefighting. So decided to join the Explore program and went from there, went to fire academy did everything I needed to do, like EMT, uh, progressive training, and, you know, worked my way up the chain and see where I went from there until you hit another hiccup and another career change hits and you I go feel from like, there. I feel like that's more of the norm, though. Like, it's not, like, I don't, I feel like if you're listening out there, like, that's more the norm and that's totally okay. Like, I I read this really um, interesting article, actually, on LinkedIn of this girl who was 40 and just changed her career. And she's like, I never looked back. So like changing your career is fine. And yeah. So you did the EMT firefighter. And then what was after that? Well, someone one day approached me and said, well, we see that you love and have a passion for heavy equipment. Well, in the fire service, there's an actual division where you can run a bulldozer. And I was like, Oh, why not give it a shot? So that had to land me with becoming an operator. So I had to, Go down that line and mm-hmm. work your way up the chain. Which will we're gonna get into that, but and then Crystal. Okay, so you're the basic queen. <laughs> Actually, I'm not. So my very first <laughs> career goal. Oh, I mean, no. When you were a kid, you told me you wanted to be something. Wait, hold on, but okay. I didn't tell you about the first thing I wanted. I'm trying to, to be. read you right now. <laughs> Good luck. So when I was six years old, we had to like make this thing all about us, like a little poster board about like who you were, your what like you want to be when you grow up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be a singer. That was my first career goal. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to be a singer and I like drew a picture of a microphone and a little cord. And look, here I am holding a microphone. Oh not my singing. God. Full circle. Full circle. I can show you the, we can sing. Yeah. Shining, shimmering, splendid. Okay. That's it. <laughs> We're like Disney's knocking on our door. Right yes. Now. 
We want you for the next Broadway I show. I see a red light on your forehead. I We're can see what's snake. happening. <laughs> and they don't have a clue. <laughs> Wait, we're not talking about Lion King right now. That's that's a sore subject. That's another episode. (laughs) Anyways, so yeah, you were okay. Yeah, so first I wanted to be a singer, and then but you're actually good at singing. Thank you. I I I mean decent. I did a I did audition for American Idol once. Oh, that's right. I did. Jake's looking at me like what the fuck? No, bitch. I never knew that. They were like, what? They what did they say to you? Um, I was so nervous. I sang um, Alicia Keys, If I Ain't Got You, and it's nothing. Uh, yeah, I know. Who the hell? You I feel like bold. I can pull Alicia sometimes. And no, I'm not doing that right now. I'm not drunk enough. <laughs> By the way, we're having swirls. Yeah, shout out to our keys. We're having some swirls. We've had one already, which is like the equivalent of like 16 drinks. So. <laughs> <laughs> they only allow you to have two um, when you're there. Yeah, so we take them to go because then we have no no limit. like no limit soldier yeah. um <laughs> it's friday it's friday i will not apologize yes we're recording on a friday but you guys can't listen till wednesday oh that's right okay oh, i love that for us so sorry let me go back so i then i'm a 90s kid same and what movie came out in about 1994 home alone <laughs> I did not want to be a professional robber. Oh, okay. Well, I was thinking a prankster. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't. I didn't um, even know. So that sorry. Show. Free Willy. Oh. Free God. Willy came out. I remember that movie. It was and, very touching. Yeah, and then Lisa Frank also. So Lisa Frank was like this product of like school supplies, and they mm-hmm. were all super bright colors, and they always had like dolphins and whales. Wait, on their I know shit. exactly what you're talking about. You know and I'm about? so pissed. Do you off also that remember do? like the whale posters you could buy at the Scholastic Book Fair? <laughs> Tell me why the Scholastic Book Fair was the littest thing that we could do as a kid, right? Oh my god, I so remember those. Those were like the best. Thing it ever was in the school. best day. We were like, this is lit. Like. Didn't give a shit about anything in there, but for some reason, did you reason, buy books though, or did you buy like the crap? Well, I had no. Oh no, I bought the crap. I had Random no stuff. Money. My parents would get mad. <laughs> They're like, "We sent you to buy Harry like, Potter, Jake. Why do you have?" <laughs> oh, I come home with like a bendy ruler or like this little toy. They're like, "I thought you were buying a book," and I was like, "Yeah, thought." This slaps on my wrist, Carol. Right. Okay? Do not. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Free Willy came out, and I was like, I'm gonna be a marine biologist. You I'm gonna save that. all the whales from the fucking tuna companies oh my and God. the dolphins. What? Truth be told, those whales got you when you went on your Portugal trip. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's another story. That's another. Ep- we will do an episode. We, we will, will do a story- Portugal episode. Yes, and it's full of some crazy ass stories, including me feeding the dolphins. <laughs> Ew, I hate that. <laughs> Stay tuned. You mean chum the water? Okay. Ew, okay. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm, gone. I'm just kidding. I so mean- yeah, so I wanted to be a marine biologist. Um, I read like every book in my library on like all the porpoises and the differences between um, the different types of whales and their teeth and like the krill and all that shit. So I was like, I knew my shit. And then that all changed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, but that's his life, right? You have this idea of what you want to do. And it's never that. But David knew early on. Yeah. Like I said, <clears throat> I'm blessed for that. I'm not blessed for a lot of things in my life, but for that, like to know that I wanted to work with food and, and, and it's not really just the cooking. 
Um, it does have a little bit to do with like science and chemistry, which is big for me. And then the majority is of feeding people like, right. Like it's not even about the food. A lot of the time it's about satisfying someone's hunger. Or that's why when I hear people are hungry, it throws me into a rage because I'm like the Portuguese grandma in me comes out and I'm like, how <laughs> dare you be hungry? Hey David, guess what? It don't you? Do. I'm a little hungry right now. <laughs> we just killed two medium pizzas. I call oh, bullshit. I'm just trying to be funny with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just can't. It, that's that's what it is. It's like the, it's one way to show love without having to say anything. <laughs> and if you caught our last episode, you would know that he went into full grandma mode. <sighs> But then it didn't work out. But that's, that's our last episode. So if you so haven't listened, listen. listen or, or you can just not listen and just be out on the joke and be a loser. Right. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of where we all started. We we got a chef. We had a firefighter mix. And then we had a marine biologist slash singer. Sing. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine you sung on the orcas. I could sing to the whales like Dory. <gasps> Do not do that on my podcast. <laughs> don't you dare. What? Oh, wow. We're doing this today, folks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I told you guys I'm a Disney fanatic. It's I just, hate it's it. It's going to happen. I'm so anti-Disney. It's I hate that. I it's just love the magic. I got the magic in me. <sighs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> now to our current careers. Let's go over our current careers yes. now. Okay, We're so, coming down to earth. Yes. Yes. There's no so magic David, here. what do you do? I am now still a chef. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually just got a new job uh, working okay. with this really cool company. Um, basically, I will be sous chef of their catering. So second command of the, their new catering. We're basically like, we're doing this. Okay. So let me give a little background. Um, basically, like a lot of the big tech companies here, because we are in the Silicon Valley, right? They yes. have concession stands. They have rooms with snacks and beverages for all their employees. So this company started out by doing that, stocking those for like the kind of like, I would say medium to smaller companies. Okay. They don't do the large, large ones because they have people for that. Um, but they do a lot of like medium to smaller companies. And then a lot of these companies, as you know, get catering, right? Yes. So they're doing what happened is, pre-pandemic everything was groovy everybody was in the office blah 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 but now after pandemic half the people are two-thirds home yeah. one-third in the office some people don't come in the office sometimes people come in the office whenever they want so it's been hard to for companies to gauge how many meals they need in their offices mm -hmm. so right now i got hired onto this company that's trying to solve that issue of not only giving good meals to these companies so people don't go hungry or have to overpay or um doordash yeah doordash which i used to work at we love them yeah but, um it's it gets expensive after it does a while. and then um also like the our like thumbprint on everything on how much waste goes into it so um this company is kind of trying we're trying to solve all those issues um we have some really cool things in the works already that i talked to the ceo with and the head chef and how we're going to try to do this reusable container thing and how we're going to try to like do a farm to table kind of concept with working with farms all throughout the East Bay. And then nice. also utilizing like local companies, like say for instance, we want to go to this taqueria that's really good. We'll buy in bulk their carnitas and then we'll focus that into our meal. So not that we're actually cooking everything from scratch. Um, at first we're going to definitely be cooking everything from scratch, but this is like kind of more of a foresight, but we're going to be trying to use a, utilizing and empowering local, local businesses to, 
to showcase that into food that's also going to be distributed properly. And so like you could have 50 people in your office that day or you can have two. You'll have the proper amount of meals you need. So that's kind of what this job is. It's kind of solving a new problem. And I think it's going to kind of revolutionize the way we think about catering, especially in the corporate scene. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah. And I'm going to be having fun being a little prep cook for the first few few quarters because it's probably just going to be me and the chef for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be super fun. So. And so how did you start out your chef career? Oh, God. So let's hear it. We're getting into this. You're up. I'm up. <laughs> Am I going first? You're going first. Usually you save the best for last. That's, that's just, why I'm going last, boo. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love everybody here in this room. Yes. Um, <laughs> you just gave me the evilest look. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I am pleasantly looking at you right now. Um, yeah, so we'll start with me being 18. How about that? Let's go. Okay, 18. Didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was like... I started my first job at Jack in the Box. Okay. Well, actually, I started working at 14 and a half, but that was like for my uncle's Christmas tree lot, pumpkin lot, doing side jobs, blah, blah, blah. Still, it was instilled in you young. Absolutely. You've been hustling. My grandpa was like, I shit you not. My grandpa did the math of the exact day that I turned 14 and a half and took me down to the high school to get my worker's permit. Damn. He didn't even live near us. I don't remember how that happened, but yeah. He's like, we're going to instill this in you young. Yeah. So anyways, we did that. Like I was like an in the closet gay 14 and a half year old using a chainsaw. It was very empowering. I was like, "Mm, you need your tree trimmed, honey. I got you. And I was just like, I'm serious. (laughs) Jake's like Mr. Handyman, but I know how to use a chainsaw. So don't fucking piss Jake me Jake went Clark Griswold last <laughs> Christmas tree shopping. I didn't see David do that, but I'm going to let him do it next time. Oh, babe. <laughs> I did it. No, we're trying to go Jason next time. Oh, Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyways, so that's where it all started with my manliness. And then <laughs> um, I was like in a relationship so I was like stuck where I was living kind of near my family and stuff. And then we broke up and I literally had my coming to Jesus. Mo- I had many coming to Jesus moments, even though I don't believe in Jesus, but that's- <laughs> you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, what the hell is tying me down? And I remember my cousin, um, shout out to my cousin. I won't say her name because I don't think she'll like that, but she offered me a long time ago, like before I turned 18, she's like, if you ever want to come to the Bay area, let me know. I have a room. And so nice. shout out to her. If it wasn't for her, I would have nothing. Like if it wasn't for her letting me live with her for rent, like rent free. Love and, her. Um, I would not have been able to afford culinary school. I was work- so I, I started at Jack in the Box. I was like, this is they. Oh, they fired me for being. Oh, can I say that? Yeah. They, okay. They fired me lightweight because I was gay. <gasps> I'm not even fucking kidding. They fired me for a... Okay, so I will go into it. I don't give a shit. I'll read people to filth. So we had these like mock... So they had... I was really good at my job. Tell me how you really feel, David. Oh, it's going down. It's going down. Let's go. So they... I was really good at my job. And I was like assistant manager-ish. They called me a... Shift leader? Yes. No, it was above a... It was a sponsored shift leader. So I was an assistant manager without getting a raise. Ah. This is when I was done. Yeah. And I was really good at what I did. So they moved me around to a lot of different jack-in-the-boxes. I worked at like four or five different ones. And the last one was a shit show. Oh. Like I was there for like less than a week. And I was basically there to kind of 
repair it. Well, the area coach bitch or whatever, <laughs> like found out like our new like I started like being more myself because this is when I just came out. Oh, so this all ties together. I just yeah. came out, and um, they have Jack in the Box. So this was not an actual corporate Jack in the Box. This was what is it called when someone buys it out? A franchise. Yes. So this was a franchise, but Jack in the Box will still come out and do mock food safeties. Yeah. For, for just for you. Right. And like it's secret not, shoppers and stuff. Yes, they yeah. did secret shoppers. She secret shoppers, but the food safeties are the ones that I was that I dealt with mostly because that's like the important shit. Like secret shoppers is like customer service food related. Right. I was in charge of like the actual food safety part. So this girl came in from the corporate of Jack in the Box, and it's literally just a food safety. You can pass and fail it, and I failed it because my team was brand new, and my stupid-ass line cook um, touched a raw burger with her hand. Wow. Bare hand. Automatic failure. Damn. So I failed because of that. And um, like I said, this was not a county um like this was nothing legit. This was literally internal through Jack in the Box corporate, mm-hmm. and they fired me for it. Wow. When I had never failed one before. And the girl found out I was gay recently. Mm-mm. So I guess I can't say I was fired. Like, I have no proof. But I'm like, I was not only good at my job, but I failed with an internal food safety. Yeah, that doesn't seem like it's grounded. Also, the management firing. was trash there. If you know where I'm from and you know the Dragon Ball franchise, freaking I'm calling them out their trash. Trash basura. So anyways, that started actually like, still kind of with food and stuff and i love the food i loved the um food safety aspect of it because there's a lot had a lot to deal with a lot of science and stuff so i was good and i was fast i was super fast in the kitchen there and um yeah they fired me so i went to starbucks i got hired the next day on the spot damn and i worked at starbucks for a few months and i was like what the hell am i doing here and i live i'll tell people where i live i lived in a little town called paso robles california oh we love that place i know you guys do but there's a lot of trauma there for me (laughs) but um i ended up taking my cousin's offer and i was like hey is that still like on the table right and i literally shit you not i applied for la cordon bleu in san francisco (gasps) and got accepted less than two weeks later and was yes. moved up here. and it was a roller coaster ever since then yeah so um i went to culinary school for almost two years nice. i think it was like almost two years a year and a half that's a long like time that. it was a legitimate no it wasn't a little legitimate culinary school but it was it was a good one right i mean it's it's um, well renowned i got hired at a very large very popular tech company uh-huh it starts with an a and it ends with an e a pull <laughs> and uh i started out as a line cook there right off the bat right um so like in a kind of a corporate kitchen setting um being a gay man it was very hard dealing with some of the machismo in there um i'm sure jake can relate to some of the machismo he deals in the kind of construction area right don't even get me started on that yeah try being a gay man dealing with it Ooh. so then i that was one of my driving points was being like, I'm going to fucking be better than all of you straight men. Good. Yeah. So anyways, I was there for a very long time, moved around. Um, I worked at the Winchester Mystery House as a food and beverage manager. Shout yes. out to them. We loved them. Um, I ran a culinary program. You at, did. At Sir Latob. I was yeah. the resident chef there, ran the whole program. 
that was toxic. <laughs> what sucks is the team was fantastic. The management team was fantastic. The upper management was head in the clouds idiots. Well, and then like a pandemic happened while you were working there. Well, yeah, I got hired the day before the pandemic. <laughs> and then I started after the pandemic ended kind of situation. I remember that. Yeah. And then anyways, worked at for a branch of DoorDash, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of corporate stuff. DoorDash was research and development. So I got into, we had a food robot. Amazing. Yeah. So I did a lot of food manipulation, um, working with engineers, developing G codes to dispense food out of robots. I'm a big deal. You are. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like to just do different shit sometimes. And I love cooking. I love being on a line. But I've done multiple different facets of being a chef. And now I'm going back into catering and kind of trying to solve a new world problem. So that's where my career is. Well, and it's fascinating because you're doing so many different things. I love it. Yeah. And being a chef. I'm, so literally, like, there's so many possibilities. Yeah. And that's a big shout out. I did not go to college. Yes, that no. is correct. I went to a vocational slash skills school. Right. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my story. Um, why don't you kind of introdu- introduce, uh, Jake, you can introduce your story and then we'll take a break and then we'll finish your story and then we'll go on to Crystal. All right. Babe, so it's all you. where did you start working at? Where did I start working at? Well, I started working out actually with my grandpa and his business. He was a general contractor. Okay. Working 14, not younger, going on the jobs. It wasn't working just there just to, for a company. But it wasn't until when I was 15 where I was like, okay, well, now you can actually start working. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know how it goes. Working with family can be a little toxic, you know, a little bit of name calling here and there. Never in my life. It's never a good situation. No, you said you worked at a, at a tree farm. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't know any of them. Oh. And my uncle was never there. He owned three of them. Oh, okay. Disregard that comment. Continue. (laughs) Well, I mean, I was there pretty much all the way through high school, in and out of it. And until finally I did my own thing, I said, you know what? I'm going to branch out and do my own thing. You like it or not, it's my life. I'm going to choose to go my career. It's my life. Uh, I decided to proceed firefighting, did all my training, got all my credentials to get me to where I needed to be. Uh, quick question. How long were those credentials? Like, how long did you go to school for those? Um, It does take a while. I mean, Fire Academy can run anywhere from, you know, three to six months, depending on the program that you go to. Mm-hmm, okay. Sometimes even up to a year. It all depends on the program that you go to. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. Got the EMT done, you know, the fire academy and all that good stuff. Became a volunteer for a little bit, branched out and decided, you know what? Let's try a little bit of seasonal work. Branched out to seasonal work and then did that for some time until finally sometime. Finally, I want to say into about a year and a half into the seasonal work, someone came to me. It's like, we see that you have an interest with heavy equipment, Um, but how would you... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I also have a class to handle all this ass. I have an interest in heavy equipment right now. I have, I have major interest in heavy equipment. Oh, I'm sure you do. (laughs) Sorry, continue. (laughs) But um, someone said it's like you know, you ever thought about running bulldozers for the forestry department or Cal Fire? And I was like, you know, why not? Let's let's take a chance. Let's work our way up to get to that level. So I knew that I had to get a class A. So I went to school. What's a class A? It's a commercial driver's license. It means I can drive an 18 wheeler. 
That's a uh, lot of wheels. Oh, it is, but it's actually pretty fun to drive. I drive it like a car. <laughs> oh my god, he I really does. <laughs> I don't doubt that. One second. So you became that. Um, why don't we take a break there? Let's take a break. Yes, and then I want to hear all about the eighteen wheelers, the eighteen wheelers, and your mad driving and skills. the heavy equipment you oh, are the joys of with these terrible drivers on the roads. <laughs> okay, I'm already getting thing, anxiety right? just thinking about it. <laughs> we will be I'm right probably back. Probably one of them. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Okay, we'll be right back. We'll be right back, guys. And we're back. We're back. And we are ready to hear about that 18-wheeler stories you got for us. Or why did you go into it, basically? Why did I go into 18-wheeler and trucking? Well, one of the job titles for being a bulldozer operator was that I had to obtain a Class A license. Oh, you had to get it anyways. So it was just one step of going up the chain. So I went to trucking school, did the whole process. How long was that? I think I did it in about a month and a half. Oh my god, that's super fast. I hate that. Uh, yeah, but it's also very expensive. For those that are interested, there are programs out there that are flexible with you, and those that can afford it, by all means, I recommend it. Nice. Okay. Because trucking is pretty lucrative. Like there is money in uh, trucking. Fuck yeah, there is money in trucking. Oh, there is great money in trucking. Trucking makes our world go round. Um, you know, anywhere from groceries, fuel, everything that you have in your house essentially is moved on the truck. Absolutely. I mean, I was at the point where I ended up getting into the trucking industry, you know, once I got my license, you know, did a little bit of dry van stuff, moving medical equipment around. And then I had an opportunity to get in with a company for those in California down to San Martin, do a little shout out for Joe S transportation. Uh, we love them. He was, I have no idea uh, that company right there gave me the ropes of, you know, how to run a transfer and drive transfer truck and drove transfer. What's a transfer? So a transfer is like a dump truck that hauls a trailer and. Oh my God, I have one of those. I'm sure you do. (laughs) I ain't talking about ass over there, right? (laughs) Yeah. You don't need a class A though for this. Oh, actually you do. I kind of need one for, for some reasons. For not mine. (laughs) Mine's, you don't need a license. Eh, fuck it, be an outlaw. <laughs> We're not cool. stopping at the scales here. Oh my god! Hey, that's hey, a sore subject. They might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> Watch I... out for the CHP. Yeah. No, that's DOT. Oh, excuse me. DOT in game nerd is damage over time. Well, we're so talking I about Department know. of Transportation. Oh, okay. that's a different ball game. They're assholes. I'm a nerd. I play MMOs, so I'm like damage over time. I hate me. <laughs> Okay, so transfers. <laughs> but transfers was, uh, I did that for almost two and a half years, two years or so. I don't even remember. It was for a year and a half, I would say. Oh, well, shit. See, you know more than me. I didn't remember. I don't know dates at all. I could be like, I say 10 years for everything. You know what? It felt like a lifetime. <laughs> well, that's because we had just gotten together when you started that job. That's right. Oh, I remember. You started that job in this house. No, I started the job over oh. there when she was on Magellan Fremont. Oh my god. Yep. Shout out to Fremont. Freakmont. Freakmont. I was commuting from Fremont. People do not say Freakmont. Yes, they do. I hate them. Whoever has ever said Freakmont, <laughs> you need to go to school. Look, I'm South Bay all the way, all right? In any case, he was commuting for a minute to San Martin from Fremont because he loves me. Ew. And this is when gas was going up, right? 
But not what it is now. No, definitely not. Oh, God, no. Now, actually, you know what? It's going back down finally. I can tell you that. But Diesel, on the other hand, needs to go down a little bit. Oh, God. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, in any case, so you went from transfers, and then what happened? Well, I was, I got this random phone call out of nowhere one day. I just happened to be hanging out with a buddy at time, and I ignored it. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'll call the number back. What? Okay. But some spiritual shit happened before this. And you want to know where... Oh, Can we yes. get into that? Because... The Legos? It was the Lego that wait, started wait. it. Wait, Are we talking about the Legos? I don't yes. know. But I remember you no. said some crazy shit happened. Stephanie's candle. Oh, st- our cousin... Shout out to our cousin, Stephanie. Stephanie. While you guys continue the story, I'll look up her Lotus on... Divine on Etsy. Let me look up the actual... I don't know if yes, it's that. Yes, David's going to look it up. But so our cousin, Stephanie, is super spiritual. And shout out to her. And we bought some candles from her. And these candles have different, you know, uh, basically they're for different things that you need in your life. Yeah. So we had a uh, manifestation candle. And manifestation just means like when you think it and you say it, it's going to happen. And there was one abundance. And abundance can go anywhere from like money to or just, you know, good career. karma or career. Yeah, anywhere, things, anything positive. Things that are good in your life that are coming at you. So we lift, we lit these candles. They smell amazing. And um, fantastic. we also, strangely, we kind of like building Legos sometimes because my son's really into Legos. But we also like it. It's pretty therapeutic. So You know what? It really is. Even though, I, well, I have ADD. So I'm like. Full on blown focused. And um we bought this skid steer Lego. Yes, it was and we still have it to this day downstairs, just chilling in the living room. So that weekend before he got this call, we built the skid steer Lego set together. Um, lit the candles that same night. What was the candle again? It was the abundance and manifestation candle. Oh, okay. So she is Lotus Divine Light on um, Etsy. And she has, so I've done her candles. Her bath soaks, though, are what started my. Yeah, she has bath soaks. She has a lot of different things on her website. She started candles. Like, they're all great. Yeah, the candles are more recent. Anything with rose in it is very strong in rose. So if you don't like rose, don't get anything with rose because it's super strong. I hate rose. And I still like her rose candles, though. So Yeah, these candles are amazing. They're beautiful. Um, so shout out to her if you need a little bit of... Yeah, Lotus Divine Light. Magic in your life. And you need a little bit of help with manifestation. It worked, bitch. It yeah. fucking worked. <laughs> it like, worked. you guys why were telling work, me honey? about that. <laughs> oh, why did I work? Just one day, Crystal looks at me all funky. I'm. She's on the bed, and she's like, what are you doing? I just happened to just, like, blow the essence off the candles onto me. Yeah, you were like doing some witch shit. Uh, whatever you it was were doing, doing, it worked. Some <laughs> shit. You were doing some brujeria shit. <laughs> because, and you got called the next day, no? Because, no, it was. I did that on a Thursday, okay? That Monday, I oh got the phone God. call. Yeah. And it turns out it was from the union. Mm-hmm. And they asked if I was still interested in the apprenticeship program. And they had a spot open for an interview. And I was like, I'll take it. I remember it was, you had a little bit to decide. It was a it was a tough pill to swallow, but I knew that this was an opportunity that I could not turn down. But that's weird that all that happened. 
Her shit works. Yeah. I tell you, her shit works. And it was a little bit of a hard pill to swallow because you had to go to this apprenticeship without any pay. You had to leave your job being a transfer driver. And where I was working as a transfer driver, I almost had the opportunity to start leasing the truck I was driving and start branching out and starting my own trucking business. So having that opportunity was hard to leave. But I knew that going away for six weeks with no pay would also benefit me from here on out or f- until I would retire. Yeah. And we had we had house conversations about this. We did. Um, but honestly, Crystal's the MVP. They didn't ask me for anything extra at all. I was like, <laughs> I'll pay more rent. Like, yeah, we can work together. But Crystal's like, no, nah, I make way too much money. Shut I'll up. Fucking, I don't need your shit. Uh, <laughs> she was my sugar mama for a little bit. Literally, she was. And I was like, are you sure you don't want me to help a little extra with rent or bills? And you're like, we don't need you. And, and y'all, like, also, we went on strike. And you went, I yeah, was literally remember? like. I was stressing. I was like, um, but you are were you, only out for a week. Thank God. I was like thank knocking Jesus. on your door. I was like, are you sure you guys are good? Because I'm the only one employed in this house. And I just want to make sure I have a room to come to. Um, there's a good thing called credit cards. So if I you're know. a little bit of a bind, <laughs> use it. But make sure you pay it back. Yes. Right. Be smart with your credit cards, folks. I'm, I was like, are you sure you guys? I was like. I was like David shaking. was really like, are like, you guys okay? I'm here for you guys. I'll pay more rent. Yeah. Like, I will pay more rent. Mama <laughs> held it down. I was like, oh. She but got look it where like we're at that. now. We're thriving. She got we it like that. We are thriving right now. Yeah. So you got through that. That was six weeks of pretty fun, right? Um, pretty fun. It was fun. You I had a blast it. because I went in there humbled. I did you know, I went in there super humbled. Um saying that i didn't know how to run any equipment and just letting action speak louder for words and that's um, and now you're doing your your and now i'm stuff. now i'm a full-blown operator and you know you wake up you know not saying oh i have to go to work you wake up and you're like i have to go to work yeah there's some days you're like you're gonna go on to get dispatched on a job you're like ugh, mm-hmm. or you're gonna go on a crew that you're like oh these fucking guys again but yeah. you know what at the end of the day i wake up i'm like you know what i love what i do i have a passion for it you know and- i'm gonna die live i'm gonna die doing this yeah i'm gonna die happy and you've it sounded like you went to all accumulatively less than a year of school i would say a year or less right if anything i have an associates if that if that right i can tell you right now i have a high school degree right same i didn't go i just want to at the end of all of our stories i want to piggyback to that so no college debt so no college debt and let's just say it's very rewarding and then, so now you're an operator. We love that. Okay, now let's go into Miss Nursey Nurse. Oh, oh she's going to take care of We might of get us. a little grain of salt for me and you over here. <laughs> so I'm the one person in this house that has degrees. Yes. <laughs> but that's because... You also make... You make a lot more, but that's not the case for everyone. Right. You're the... You're the... You're the... You're the exception here. So... But it took me, like, I have a journey, y'all. Um, let's get into let's it. Let's get into it, guys. So, okay. Um, my first job, I was 15. I had to quit track and field. I used to be a thrower. Oh, look at that. We're not that far. Yeah. <laughs> I threw discus and shot put. You did? I did. Sophomore year of high school. Oh, my God. Shout out to New Memorial. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just Cougars. Go Rams. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so... I um, had to quit my team. I had to quit throwing because I was 
getting close to getting a car potentially and having a driver's license. And I needed money for gas and insurance and my cell phone. And my parents weren't going to, they couldn't help me with that. So I, but shout out to my dad. He worked for my car. So, um, nice. yeah. Um, my dad gave me my first car too. Yeah. There's not a lot I can say my parents did for me, honestly, but my dad came through with my first car for sure. Nice. Um, yeah. So I got my first job at Togo's making sandwiches. Togo's is not bad. I was there for about a year and a half. Hey, that number nine though is the bomb. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> it's pastrami. Oh yes. So I <laughs> just found out, like moving to the Bay, I was like, there are sandwich places other than Subway. I had no yes. idea. I was such a country boy. Did you ever get to try Quiznos before it went? No. Out? Oh, dude, you were missing out. Speaking of Quiznos, I worked at Togo's for about a year. And then I bumped up to toasted sandwiches at Quiznos. Oh, she's fancy. So that's why I make such good sandwiches. Yes, it's true. She really does. <laughs> okay. So um, worked at Togo's and Quiznos. And then eventually I ended up working for my aunt and uncle at their glass company and worked reception there. And then at that point, I was about to graduate high school. And I... So when I was in high school, you know, you meet with your counselors and stuff and they ask you like, what's your career path? I did want to go to a four-year university. I wanted to live that whole experience. I wanted to yeah. be at the parties. I wanted to be in the university. Um, but I didn't get to take my SATs because we didn't have the money. And back then oh, you right. had to pay mm -hmm. to take the damn test. Yep. I get it. So what then I had to reevaluate what I wanted to do because I knew that I either wanted to be a teacher or I wanted to be a nurse. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't go straight into nursing because I had to work out of high school. So right. I went to Unitech College and did medical assisting straight out of high school. It was a six month course. I did my um, I did my preceptorship through Kaiser, and I had to do two months because I couldn't do it full time because I had to work. So I had to do part-time yeah. and then I got my first job as a medical assistant working in Berkeley for a medical marijuana doctor. What? Who was also a family. No yeah. He was also family medicine and he was like one of the very first doctors who, um, was involved in like the movement for medical marijuana. Oh my God. I had no idea. I got glaucoma. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and he was legit like he was not um shady he was like you need to come with two years of medical records i need to do an evaluation like he was he stood by his name he was very like on top of shit right um and then i got laid off and then i ended up working at another clinic in redwood city and then at that point i was like you know i i still really want to do nursing so i ended up going to a counselor at chabot college in hayward and I was like, what do I need to do to get into nursing school? But I need to work still because I have bills to pay. Um, we didn't get no handouts here, honey. No, not at all. Um, so I found out what? Nothing better than knowing that you've done it yourself. Yeah. It's so very it rewarding. It's a, different, it's a different vibe. It really is. You know, when you work hard for something, you look back and said, I did that all by myself. Mm. It's a great feeling. Well, and no one can take anything from you also not a lot of people can say that no and it's so sad to me it is anyways continue so <laughs> so i met with the counselor and they're like you need to take all these prereqs 
And it was, it's a lot guys. It's a lot of schooling. Um, so I still worked full time and then I started taking night classes in 2008. Oh my God. That's a year before I graduated high school. <laughs> so I started taking night classes and <laughs> I'm aging myself guys. Oh Anyways, my same. Um, so I started taking night classes and I was still working full time as a medical assistant. I finished my prerequisites for nursing school in 2015. Oh, okay. So I worked full time. I had to take a couple semesters off here and there. I had a baby and I was, when I wasn't in school physically, I was taking online classes mm -hmm. every single semester. Um, and then I had a huge decision to make. Well, actually, before I get there, so as you all know, well, lately it's not a big deal, but back then nursing school was super competitive to get into. It was. I remember that. Yeah. And um, I even took extra courses just in case I could get into a university program because they required a couple more courses. So I applied for Cal State East Bay and I applied for Chabot College's nursing program. And I didn't get into East Bay. And then I got a letter that I was 48th in line on the wait list for Chabot. Oh, damn. And they only take 40 students. Oh, so you were number eight in line, basically. No, 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 no. 48 after the 40th. Yes. Oh, shit. So I was like, oh, my God. So what did I do? I was like please. I was like praying. I was like, please let all the people in front of me get into a bachelor's program. <laughs> or poison. Because. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. I wanted good for everyone. Oh, because yeah. I'm like. No, I think poisoned if I... good. Poisoned, poisoned good? good. Yeah. Poisoned with love. <laughs> so I was like, poisoned with love. So I was like, if they get into a bachelor's, like, that's better for them, right? Uh-huh. So anyways, so I get a call in July. The program started in mid-August. Hey, oh, shit. are you still interested in coming to nursing school? I was like, uh, yes. Mind you, I'd been calling this lady every week to see where my spot had moved up. Oh, man. And so I had to quit my job full time. And I'm like, how are we going to pay bills? How am I going to do this? You know what? Whatever. I just, I have to do this. I can't let this opportunity pass me by. This is right. This sounds very familiar with me when I got that opportunity to go with the operator engineer. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I went from, you know, great job, you know, driving transfer and having to make that decision with no pay for six weeks. Oh God. But I knew that. You got to make it work. It, well, I made honestly, it. you had a sugar mama though. She didn't, she didn't. Oh, we made it mama. work. Sorry, made honey. It work. Sorry to cut it, but <laughs> Crystal, who was your sugar mama? <laughs> You're like me, bitch. The government. <laughs> Not you in 98% hey, of the other population. I, yeah, for once in my life, I actually got some fucking help from the government. Oh, I got to say, though, you were on a waiting list for oh three years. No. Right now, for the operator engineers, I mean, hey, if you want to be an operator, knock yourself out, take, apply, do the test. <clears throat> it's a long waiting list, but you'll have your opportunity to shine. Yeah. So I applied. So I had to quit my job. My grandpa literally calculated in his head. This is a man with a fourth grade education. He calculated in his head how much money I would be losing from not working two That's years. That's Portuguese people give a shit. Yeah, and my grandma money. was like, dude, like she's about to be making way more than that. And mm -hmm. boy, was she right. Right. <laughs> um, 
because I was working at UCSF. I was working at a, a good. I was probably making the most money a medical assistant could make. Right at that time, it was in San Francisco too. Yes, so, yeah. yes. So I basically weird. <laughs> so I um, quit my job and then I started nursing school. I got FAFSA loans, so got federal yes, government I loans. I got FAFSA for culinary school. They gave well. me about two thousand five hundred per year not semester and then i um got my bog fee waiver so i didn't have to pay for my courses which was great um so my first semester i was like let me just figure life out and figure out nursing school um which was it was hard because people were dropping like flies left and right i'm really surprised that there's ma jobs out there that don't have a part-time program for people going to nursing school well because you have to do your clinicals and literally you're at school monday through friday and well they need to learn to make it work if they want good nurses in the industry (laughs) well so what i ended up doing was i ended up getting a job at applebee's and i literally worked my i had no restaurant experience oh bless your heart even though i like had experience in other things yeah but i had no restaurant experience so i had the front of the house i had to be a host and then I, it was it was really rough though working with like eighteen year olds when Welcome I was like my, at least like close to thirty. <laughs> yeah. And um, just dealing with all of the immaturity. So was a host, and then I was able to like prove myself, become a server during the Warriors Championship Finals because there were not enough servers to help. So I jumped in and like made tips, and I was so excited. And then I eventually became a bartender. Right. And I remember having um customers like you know you really you're you're so great at serving like you should do more with your life and i'd be like i'm in nursing school <laughs> that's kind of a little oh low my. blow don't you think it's, yeah. it's like, like a low blow that's, that's not a like low it's blow. a low blow that's it's, very humble but like what are you doing they're like well they're basically saying you're good it's a too, backhanded you're too, compliment it's not it's like they're basically saying you're too good to be here right it's not a backhand i think it's just a compliment. so when i would tell them like oh yeah i'm in nursing school they would be like Oh, makes sense. That's wonderful. Like, they're basically saying, like, "Yeah, you're 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 too good." To you're be going there. places, girl. Yeah, <laughs> like please let me know you're doing shit with your life. Right. Yeah, right. I am, bro. So where are you at now? Okay, so my first job out of nursing school. Um, I mean, I've always worked in outpatient setting, right, as a medical assistant. So I'm very familiar with that environment. Working in ambulatory, which means like not in the hospital, right? Not bedside, and. I went to, I started working at a fertility clinic um, in the Bay Area, and then I worked there for about two and a half to three years almost, and now I'm at a very prestigious organization in the Bay Area. I put air quotes around that. (laughs) Well, it's a name that if people hear it, they're like, ooh. It's a name brand. It is, yeah. Um, and I'm doing the same thing and I love what I do. I love helping my patients make, build families. And, um, it's Aww. definitely a different kind of nursing. It's very heavy on the mental health and emotional well-being of our patients and yeah. also like helping them navigate, you know, things that they have no control over. And that's another episode It's just going over like pregnancy issues, not just issues, but yes. like, the pressure of some women to go through pregnancy, how some people get 
bullied for not being one to be pregnant. Right. Like, don't ever ask someone like, so when are you planning on having kids? Cause you just, you don't they could know be trying for the last three years. You don't Stephanie. know what people are going through. Yes. And the other thing is you just, you should never, what if they don't want to have kids? Like there's things Me. that you shouldn't. Yeah. There are just some things you shouldn't say to people. And that's something that we need to teach our older generations. I feel like, um, but there's nothing worse than someone who's gone through like rounds and rounds of thousands of dollars of treatment of IVF and treatment. they're struggling oh. to get pregnant. And someone's like, so when, when are, are you? Are you? Kids? Yes. Like, okay. It's, it's, it's very it's disheartening. It's like punching you in the soul. And it's really taught me a lot too, because I get sometimes a little frustrated with my patients, especially the ones that are super high touch, which means like they need a lot of hand holding. But I do realize like they, the one thing that we should be able to do as human beings is reproduce. I and mean, I totally disagree with that, but I mean, it should be easy, right? <laughs> phrase that to each their own. <laughs> It Crystal's opinion be, is not all. Okay, over. yeah. I mean, like, so <laughs> biologically, it should be, it should be simple. Sorry. It should be simple. It should be. It should be. And simple. enjoyable. And if it's not, there's a reason, sweetie. Okay. Well, we take all the fun out of reproducing. Because <laughs> let me tell you, I've been trying. <laughs> To take the fun out? No, I've been trying to reproduce. Oh, well, good luck. I can help you with that, though. <laughs> it's not It's happening. called an egg donor. I don't want eggs involved in my reproduction. Then why do you want to reproduce? Don't, I'm trying. That's all I will say on the matter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to worry about how or when. Okay, first of all, you've got some issues there because you're missing some viable... I disagree. <laughs> I feel like there's no issues here with me trying to reproduce. In any case... <laughs> Um, hey, don't shame the man, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much my story. And yes, I did go to college, but my loans. For how long? Um, oh my God. Forever. <laughs> forever. Forever. Oh my God. What is that from? <laughs> the Sandlot. Oh, is it the same? Yes. I was going to say Little Rascals or something. It's similar. So, yes, I technically, let's, if we're talking full circle from like getting out of high school doing vocational school and graduating from nursing school. I went to college for 11 years. Oh wait. Oh my God. I didn't even count my bachelor's degree. Oh my God. I ended up doing another year for my bachelor's. So 12 years of college to make 12 what you make. 12 years of college. I went to a year and a half to two years of college. <laughs> so I make what I make. And I did none of that. <laughs> so I think the more, how much time do we have left? We have five minutes. Oh my God, we're doing it. So I think the moral of this episode is we wanted to give three different perspectives, three different, stories. we came from three different areas, three different stories. We Backgrounds. Make, yeah, we make three different, we make yeah, three we, different We have three different money. industries in this room right now. But none of us went to a four-year and it's okay. Well, two out of the three. Didn't. I didn't go to a four-year. Oh, you didn't go to a four-year, no. but you did 11 years, 12 years of school. So the moral of the story. Well, she the moral of the story she doesn't is. She not have 800,000 in debt. You, exactly i mean well that's true shout out to community college you don't need a four-year degree to be and successful if you, you want to go fine you just you have to have it. that drive or don't have your parents push you to go to college that's a big thing yes i have a co-worker not naming any names but um she we had a article that came out during while we were on a work leave aka strike and um <laughs> Um, so basically that person in our group chat was like, it, this article was about how union workers 
run the country basically. Hell yeah, blue collar all the way. And make a lot of money and not needing a college degree. I and feel I was like we we came to the consensus that Chef was part of blue collar, right? I think so. Yeah, chefs are blue collar, I feel like. I would think so. Yeah. I just want to be part of a gang. So you could be with our gang gang. Okay, perfect. So <laughs> basically anyway, so we we're talking about like, yeah, like blue collar is great. Like union work is great. You don't need a college degree. You can make good money. Look if you want to make six figures and have a retirement and great benefits, there's trades. There Not is. every single trade out there is going to be backbreaking. There are multiple yep. trades, carpentry, plumbing, you know, so many, so many options out there, wherever you want to go and challenge yourself, break that comfort zone, knock yourself out. I recommend it. You know, if school isn't for your thing, I will always back up trades because I'm a Same. blue collar guy. Same. So trades is Hashtag for me men. is the way to go. <laughs> Yeah, so my coworker was like, please don't let my son see this conversation because she was heavily trying to push him to go to a university. Yeah, but she you said she was going to pay for it. Potentially. I don't know for sure, but I wouldn't oh, doubt it. She wasn't going to pay that debt, but I got a little grain of salt because she was saying trades aren't anything. <gasps> I think some people just want their kids to have a fucking diploma on the wall and it could say whatever university, they don't give a shit. Well, it's... It's kind of crazy. Um, I feel like I'm a more well-rounded worker than a lot of people that went to four years that have master's degrees. They don't know how to work Excel right. as good as me. They don't know how to like. And we have people skills. Yeah, not only that, but like my technical skills on a computer are better than some of these people. And I'm not going to apologize for that. You should not. I'm going to brag about it and be conceited because it's yes. my podcast. Hell to the year. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Jake, uh, for joining thank us. Thank you for coming. AKA Smooth Operator. Okay, we're not calling. I'm never calling you that. I'm never going to smooth refer to you that. Operator. I will never. I will not. Absolutely That's not. That's because you haven't seen my masterpiece of work or that I do. I don't want to do it. I don't want to see anything. I cannot. <laughs> well, thank you so much, folks, for listening. Once again, if you love our podcast, Bullshit. please. Oh, yeah, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> please share us. We would love to have some more listeners even guests and guests yes and we're like we're hoping that people message us on anchor.fm because we would love to see what you have questions and maybe eventually we can like do topics that people send us yeah give us some topics we'll give you our opinions hell to the yeah and we keep it one hundred anyways all right guys log. ciao ciao bye, bye. ciao <laughs> good work